Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for the 8th of November, Tuesday. Flyers back in action tonight, back home tonight as well. First reverse retro night of the season. We'll get to see the Cooperall long pants in warm-up. And, of course, the reverse retro jerseys as well as the Flyers take on a team that is really off to a slow start. That is the St. Louis Blues. How about the Blues? Come into this season with some expectations. They've only played nine games. Played the least amount in the NHL. They have a record of three and six with six points. They're sitting in the bottom spot in the Central Division of the Western Conference. Now, they are three points back of Arizona, but Arizona's played two more games. So it does make sense that, obviously, playing that little amount of games, that they are in the bottom spot in the division. But when you look at points percentage, St. Louis not in a whole lot better of a position. Third worst team in the NHL in points percentage with that 3-6 and six record at .333 points per game. The only teams below them are the San Jose Sharks at .321 and the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are now 3-9 and nine with a .250. Things have not worked out well here early for Johnny Gaudreau and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, conversely on that, when you look at points percentage, it's hard to look at points and judge the teams equally going, well, this team's three points up. Well, they've played two more games. Or, you know, this team has this many points, but they've only played two less games. So you look at points percentage. The top team in the NHL points percentage is the Vegas Golden Knights. They've played 13 games at recording with a record of 11 and 2. 22 points, a .846 points percentage on the season so far. This is early, still small sample size. The second team is the Boston Bruins at .833. They're 10 and 2. The Devils are the third team in the NHL at .750 with a record of 9 and 3. Funny, earlier in the season, they were chanting Fire Lindy, Fire Lindy from the Rafters at Prudential Center. Now, the Devils have the third highest points percentage in the NHL. Then it's Dallas, who we'll see on Sunday. Carolina, who we saw last week, 0.708 points percentage. Winnipeg is at 6 with a 0.682. Detroit, with a record of 7-3-2 through 12 games, is 0.667. And then the eighth team in the National Hockey League is the Philadelphia Flyers. Through 11 games, 6-3-2 on the season, and a 0.636 points percentage. Now, the crazy part about that is that they're one spot ahead of the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're three spots ahead of the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're four spots ahead of the Colorado Avalanche. Five spots ahead of the Edmonton Oilers. They're ahead of the New York Islanders, the Florida Panthers, the New York Rangers, the Calgary Flames. Flyers in the eighth points percentage spot in the NHL right now. Now, I know what you're saying. It's early. It's a small sample size. And you would be absolutely correct. It doesn't have me changing expectations, elevating expectations, or anything like that. But it's pretty amazing that even through just 11 games for the Flyers, that they're ahead of teams with the talent in their lineup, like Toronto, like Colorado, like Edmonton. Pretty fascinating. Tampa. I mean, when you look at the high-end skill those teams have. And the Flyers need high-end skill, no doubt about it. That through about 12% of the season, they're actually ahead of them when it comes to points percentage. Just thought that was really, really interesting. Back to St. Louis, though. Having a miserable start to the season with that record of 3-6. and six. Only nine games played, but still. 
three and six to, to begin the year. Justin Falk on the blue line is leading them in points through nine games with 10 points, three goals, and seven assists. Braden Shen, nine points, so point-per-game player, two of them goals. Tarasenko, four goals, five assists, also nine points. Robert Thomas has seven. Tori Krug's got four. The one guy that you don't hear his name in here is Ryan O'Reilly. Through nine games, O'Reilly has one point, one goal, zero assists, and is a minus 12. Ryan O'Reilly plays the game very responsibly. Ryan O'Reilly's won a Selkie. Ryan O'Reilly is a very good player. Those numbers are shocking. Ryan O'Reilly, nine games, one goal, no assist, minus 12 in 18 minutes and 24 seconds average ice time per game. Wow. He's the microcosm for the struggles that they've had so far early this season. We'll see if the Flyers can take advantage of that at Wells Fargo Center tonight. Now, when it comes to that Flyers record and the fact that they are eighth in the league in win percentage or points percentage with that 6-3-6, they have three losses, regulation losses in the season. All three have been when Felix Sandstrom's in there. All three have been when the team is on the second of a back-to-back. The record, 6-0-2, that belongs to Carter Hart. He's been unbelievable this year. The save percentage, 946. He's played 488 minutes so far this season. 197 goals against average and a 946 save percentage. The numbers have been eye-popping. When you look at uh, 280 saves on 296 shots, that's just unbelievable numbers. Goal saved above expectation, more than 12, and he's only played in eight games. To have that high of a number is pretty astounding as well. And you couple that with that the fact that he's seen a ton of shots. I mean, 48 saves on 51 in the one game against Florida. I, I mean, just unbelievable shot totals and zone time against. But he's been very good. And we have not heard from Carter on this podcast. So he did meet with the media yesterday, addressed the media. So let's hear from the Flyers goaltender. Let's see where his head is at. Here's Flyers goaltender Carter Hart addressing the media yesterday after practice. Just nice to watch yeah, no, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, just feeling good, taking things one day at a time. Um, we've had a good start here, and, and uh, um, I think that was it's it's been um, a work in progress for our team as a group for um, just building our our identity, um, how we play uh, night in and night out. Um, I'll be honest, I thought last game against Ottawa uh, was one of our best games of the year, if not our best game of the year as, as a team. And um, I mean, we didn't really give them much at all for uh, the second and third period. So um, I thought we played uh, extremely well that game. John has pretty much left you and Kim alone to operate sort of like a separate entity this year. He's the first coach that's really done that, right? And has that played a little bit into the, your success so far? Um, I mean... Dilly handles me and Felix, and, and uh, I mean, Torts uh, is the head coach, so obviously they, they have dialogue. So um, me and, and me and Torts have dialogue as well. But uh, when it comes to goaltending, the goaltending side of the game, um, that's that's between me and Dilly. But I mean, is he? I mean, is is it making any difference if the coach doesn't isn't out there every day whispering in your ear, and it's a little bit different? We've never really had that in the past before okay. either, though. 
I know in the past you've said John Stevenson has really helped you out. Did, has he helped you in the summer, say, going into the season, or maybe even during the season this year? Um, I mean, just staying in touch with family and friends and um, knowing when to, to turn off uh, on recovery days and, and days off. And um, I, got, I got a good support system of people to talk to that I'm uh, really lucky to have. And, and uh, um, they're a huge part of, of my life. Is he part of that too? Or that when you say support system, is he part of that? Or? He's one of my friends, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I just love the way he's playing. Something I talked about in the podcast the other day. I guess it was on Sunday's episode. And also, Torts kind of reiterated what I had said as well. Not reiterated, but he said something very like-minded, that the guys in front of him know how confident he is right now, how relaxed he is right now. And that does play a part for a team, a team in front of him that knows the way he is feeling it right now and knows that he is a player that's going to give them a chance to win. Make the saves he's supposed to probably make some saves he's not supposed to and that will give his ta- his team a chance in front of him to get a win. The odd thing is the crazy part about it is that he has given up some I don't know leaky goals or ones that he won't like, I know that. But for some reason, he has been able to bounce back in those situations. And in talking with Bill yesterday on uh, Monday's Flyers Daily, I-, I told Bill what Tom Barrasso had said to uh, us goalies when we were at Providence College Hockey School way back after his rookie year in the NHL, that if you can't reset your mind after giving up a bad goal or giving up any goal, then you are doomed to let in another bad goal or another goal quickly in that game. And it's true. It's easy to say, hey, forget about it, move on, let's get on to the next save and have that mental process to really, truly be able to turn the page and put that bad goal or the goal you just gave up out of your head it's one of those things I I believe it's like meditation the more you do it the better you get at it and I think Carter although he's always been pretty good at it he's seemingly right now excellent at it so we'll see him on display tonight against the St. Louis Blues in the reverse retros so make sure uh, you let me know what you think of the jerseys and the uh, warm-up combination of the jerseys with the Cooperall long pants. <laughs> it's going to look crazy. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Enjoy the hockey tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll recap Flyers Blues on a brand-new edition of Flyers Day. Yes, I will.